This podcast contains explicit content. What did it do? What it is, soul brother? What's going on, eh? This podcast is hardly focused. What's going on, man? About it. Dissecting the news one tangent at a time. When there's nothing left to burn, you have to set yourself on fire. Or is it just me? focused everybody uh we're hardlyfocused.com on your favorite podcast app and on youtube uh, just search all those places for hardly focused it's jack gill and chris Woo! welcome back sir oh thank you it's good to be back virtually in, in my basement i don't even know when the last time it was you joined us for a podcast episode it's been a minute Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, I, I haven't turned on the computer since the last time, so she's been collecting dust. Quite literally. Like, uh, it might, you just, I don't even know if like you've done one with us this year. Has it really been five months? No. No, it can't be. The, the people are wrong. I will say, uh, just the two of us tonight. Just the two of us. You and I. Oh, I, I it's pretty obvious that, that Mike... Uh, hates me and, and actively avoids uh, when I'm nearby by, by, you know, having other plans like a wife and stuff. <laughs> yeah. His Mike's <laughs> clear avoidance tactic. <laughs> yeah, Mike's wife doing the, uh, the Facebook live thing that she does uh, where she sells minerals or something. She makes bank doing it. Hey, if it's profitable, it's profitable, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't like if, if you want to do those things, go right ahead. You know, th- there are people out there that will refer to such practices as multi-level marketing or, or whatever. But look, if you're making money, if you're successful at it, then just do it. Must mean you're pretty close to the top of the pyramid. I'm sure you would do it. If, I mean, if you were making money from it and successful. In a heartbeat. I Gosh, would. selling rocks? I'll do that now. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was with my cousins uh, uh, some holiday. I want to say maybe like, uh, like, let's say Thanksgiving. And I quoted Boys in the Hood to one of them based on his dress and told him, you look like you're selling rocks, which in the, the in case of Boys in the Hood is a euphemism for cocaine. <laughs> and for those unaware. And uh, my cousin's then like 12 year old kid was like what does he mean by selling rocks and i looked at him i'm like you know rocks pewters minerals quartzes (laughs) and his cousin was just like the hell's wrong with you (laughs) painted pet rocks on ebay yeah it's like now i have now i have to explain to him the concept of cocaine now we have to watch the entire series of breaking bad together it's the only way i can teach him 
Now, I, unless I missed something, according to hardlyfocused.com, the last time you were on was in December of 2021. Wow. I, I guess, it, geez, first time in 2022, and we're almost halfway through the year. Yeah, right? Insane. Uh, that, wow. that, that was the episode where we talked about Nancy Reagan and her. Oh, God. It's her, really been that long? Her skills. Her skills with the old, with the old yap. Amazing fellatio skills. <laughs> the throat goat herself, Nancy. Legendary. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, I'm happy to have you here. Uh, definitely nothing uh, significant has happened in the nope, last few nope. months. Nothing I can think very of. Very quiet months. Globally, definitely globally, it's been very quiet. Possibly the quietest five months ever. Yeah, you thought things were just dead and boring when the pandemic was at its worst. Jesus, absolutely nothing of import has happened in the last... Nope. Uh, nope. God, not even in the last 24 hours. Nope, yep. Gas prices are low. Uh, we're finally war-free. You know, it's... Yeah. There are strict <laughs> gun laws in America. Universal health care. I mean, it's been great. I mean... <laughs> Wow, what a time to be alive. It's it's almost like we're living in a uh like a utopia. Stocks are up, gas prices are down. Cryptocurrency is outlawed. That's something that I hope we get time to talk about on this episode. Uh NFTs in particular. Oh yeah. Um an actor whom I just dislike for really no reason at all is in the news because he was dumb enough to purchase an NFT and then develop a, I think a television series, maybe a film, definitely some sort of medium, (laughs) some sort of motion, motion picture element around the NFT. And then the stupid fuckers NFT was stolen from him. So now his project is in limbo. So how does one how does one have an NFT stolen from them? I don't I still don't understand NFTs. Like I I I get the concept, but I just don't understand why they're a thing. And why why they exist. Someone it's it's well, could be a multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> Probably a little bit more than that. But yeah. so I remember uh, who was it? Mark Cuban on Shark Tank mentioned it one time. And that's when I was like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, "It's gonna be the next big thing. It's the next crypto." I'm like, "You mean like a copyrighted picture that you have the original link to is is somehow unique?" Like, okay, sure. Copy paste. Copy paste. Cop- copy paste. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> How long ago is this? Uh, well, I don't know when the episode aired, but I saw it two months ago. I was okay. just watching Shark Tank. I'm you know, falling asleep or whatever. That's when I heard him mention it. And I was like, what the? But it was, actually, it was a more recent season because they're all looking gray nowadays. Except yeah. for Mr. Wonderful, of course, who has no hair. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't be surprised if this was years ago. And it's Mark Cuban trying to make everyone aware of a of a trend that only mark cuban the would brand know. right yeah that yeah. would take oh, yeah. off that's the way to do it i mean people do that all the time i actually have mostly unsuccessfully but some people do it 
I applied for a job at a place that was actually backed and financed by Mark Cuban. It was like a little startup. That was it. Was it like one of the ones on Shark Tank, or was it just like one of his other random portfolio like Maverick um, spinoff things? That's a good question. I actually don't know if like this was something that showed up on Shark Tank because it was. It's one of those like Truebill type companies. It's not Truebill, but like Truebill's like, hey, they'll you you give <laughs> now this sounds safe. Give them your uh, personal information, give them all your credit card bills, and they'll scour everything to try to save you money by like looking for subscriptions that you know you you're paying for that you don't need to be paying for, or like. <laughs> I needed someone to tell me that I didn't need Netflix <laughs> yeah, or trying to like negotiate lower rates and bill payments um, on your behalf. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it, it's mildly inconvenient to ask for a lower rate on a credit card. But I mean, it took me all of like, I don't know. I just I went to the local credit union and just got one. Yeah. Like when I felt like it, it, it required no middleman. Yeah, I, I, I guess people just, I mean, I'm not skilled in anything, so I should probably uh, invest in something like this. But there are people out there just, I guess, have no communication skills whatsoever, so they'll gladly just pay some schmuck to do it for them. Like, hey, I, I don't want to pay, uh, I don't want to pay, you know, 20% interest on this thing. Could you knock it down to 18 have you tried not running up your credit cards? Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't get that job. And in hindsight, I, I'm glad nice. I didn't because they, uh, this particular, this was like right at the start of my, my job hunt. And this particular place, oh, I don't even remember how many people they had working there, but I don't know if it's a state law or a federal law, but your company needs to have X number of employees before you can start offering benefits like health insurance. And they yeah, did. I, I could see that they didn't offer health insurance, Oof. and I'm like, uh, not in this part of the world. Uh, don't want that. Yeah, like how desperate am I to want to get out of my like then current job? Do I want to have to like pay for my own health insurance? Do I want to go through the health connector? Do I want to pay a, a a fine on my taxes next year? Like it's not worth it. It really isn't. Nope. I, the money might have been okay. I don't know, but but then you pay more when you have to go get health insurance. So it's like you're not really, you know, your employer is not even footing any of the health insurance bills. So you're not. I mean, you're paying full bore, eight sure. grand a year or something like that for like some crappy two thousand deductible insurance, and you know, you stub your toe, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, that's not covered." I did that for a while, dude. I was paying like two hundred fifty bucks a month for health insurance. Oh, like through Blue Cross or something. It was uh. Back when I was working in radio because didn't have benefits then, but I needed health insurance. It was back before right. Obamacare came around. So, like, you know, oh, okay. it was back, but it was back when, like, the second you turned 18, you didn't have insurance anymore. Right. So, yeah, then they lengthened it to what, 26 or something like that. You could stay on your parents' insurance if they let you. That, man, that must have been the moment that it, it was confirmed that. I I don't know. Again, I don't know if this is like at the federal level or just the state level, but it was confirmed that you're no longer an adult when you turn 18. You can still be a kid when you're 26 or 25 because your parents are still paying for your insurance. 
Yeah, new generational problems right there. Yep. Yep. Um, they told me to save for a down payment on our house, but the house just kept getting more expensive. Yeah, I think the only reason I have a house is because I'm not paying back like student loans and shit because like I didn't go to college. Right. Well, I went to college, but like I went to a cheap community college. So, hey, I mean, you got really lucky squatting in that house. I mean, the, the previous owners clearly must have died in the basement and nobody's been around so far. I mean, I'm surprised they haven't cut off your electricity, you know, but you own it for like, what, four more years and then you just pay the back taxes and your squatter rights are fine. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, I, and I thank <laughs> you way to find a house in America. <laughs> and I thank you for not specifying when the bodies ceased to be. Well, after a little while, you, know, you kind of lose track. I mean, <laughs> At this point, I'm forgetting whether or not it happened uh, before I moved in. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I know I, there there is uh, this female on Instagram that like I, I think we went to high school with her um, and she's like she's got family now, like good for her. But she was trying so hard to get into the MLM thing. And I think it was just a complete fail. And I'm gauging that based on like, there are people I know. Let's use Mike's wife, for example, who do very well with this stuff. They have a substantial following. They get, they, they, they have, uh, when they do their live streams, they have big audiences. She's wiping the floor with our show. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Um, you know, if they post stuff on social media, they get a lot of, uh, exposure they get a lot of like likes and kind of stuff and then this 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 one poor girl trying it herself and I just see like one like on every photo and it's her yeah I mean well like, you gotta have that there's something to the algorithms and the tracking and I mean let's face it there everybody's getting into that kind of stuff now it's like yeah you know like if you're not trying harder than the other people like you know right like your general, you know, webcam girls. If you're not doing the crazy stuff, then you know, yeah. <laughs> no one's going to go on your OnlyFans. Yeah, at least everyone can be Bill Daphne or whoever her name is. Right. At least, uh, like, I think Sarah's doing something unique. At least, so um, she's got that. But she's, I mean, she's doing really well. I'm not, I'm not knocking Sarah at all because, again, she's, uh, she's making a lot of money. No, I mean, hey, you sell a product, fine. you sell a product. It's just that not everyone's going to be successful at selling the product. You sure. know. Not every video game store is going to be successful. GameSpot will eventually buy you up. Poor Funko uh, Land, rest in peace. It's called Enchanted Escape, by the way. I gotta give her a plug. Nice. You can find her on the Facebook. All right. Uh, let's regroup. We'll come back. And uh, before you know, before we get into the NFT story, sir, I have something for you. Oh. And it is not a. Uh, and it is not a well put together production piece. It is something quite different. Uh, so I'll have that for you. Coming up, stick around. Am I going to work there much longer? No, I'm not going to work there. Hardly focused. I'm a driver. I'm a winner. Things are going to change. I can feel it. This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focus. Let's begin the show by starting it. Welcome to the old podcast. We're Hardly Focused, Jack Gill, Chris Froman. You can find us at hardlyfocused.com and on your favorite podcast app and on the YouTube at 
uh, hardlyfocused.com slash YouTube. We're on all the apps. We're on all the places. Just search them for Hardly Focused. It is Mr. Froment's uh, first time in almost six months joining us here on the podcast. I'm very happy that you're here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was sooner, but once again, yeah. time flies, man. <laughs> I like how you say, oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, kick it off with this. If uh, I were to ask you this question, would you have an answer to it? I mean, I can give any answer, but is it a good answer? That's a... Okay. Well, that was the question, and that was an answer. So oh, thank you. Well, cool. shit. Well, right. damn. All right. Well, awesome. Well, thank uh, you for going to my TED Talk. Awesome. Cool. Uh, well, thank you for listening, everyone. We'll talk at you next time. See you. Bye. Goodbye. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, commercials, television commercials from the 1990s. Are there any that stick out in your mind? Like, I, I say that. If I say 90s television commercials, are there any that just immediately come to mind? Well, there's the one that uh, makes me go on a murderous rampage because it was part of the whole MK Ultra project. Um, so if you replay that one, I, I believe it's the Ecto Cooler High C. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, I might just, you know, I might have to just, yeah, flip the table over and you know, head towards JFK's residence. And I don't know, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Is it just because they played it so much, or is it because like you can't get it anymore? <laughs> I was just, no, I was just implying that like some MK Ultra shit was going on with kids in the nineties or whatever. <laughs> MK, not like, actually factually based at all. <laughs> hold on, MK Ultra, like the game, <laughs> like the government mind control project. What? MK Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to, you know. Oh gosh, I, uh, you and I are clearly on two different versions of the internet here. All right. Well, for real though, uh, in terms of like '90s cartoon, I mean not cartoons, '90s commercials, man. I mean there were some that like, like it was the age of like handheld toys, action figures. I mean they were around beforehand, but like, dude, Ninja Turtles, man, those guys were wrecking the scene at the time. Uh, what else they got? Jeez, I mean, Power Rangers, obviously a close second. I was serious about the for whatever reason the first thing, that, maybe not the first thing, but one of the first things that pops in my head is the high C commercial with the ecto cooler stuff from like you know Ghostbusters. Like, oh, it's it's a Slimer dude. Okay. Uh, yeah. Any other ones that really come to mind? I mean, there was like, gosh, there's so many. Some of the old video game ones, of course, I wanted all those too. But like, that's just because we sure. like video games. Wow, hmm. I uh, not, not to derail you, but uh, wow, MK Ultra, where have I been? <laughs> Jesus, I was gonna say it's not exactly. <laughs> oh god, I generally yeah, I thought that I I thought that was like a Mortal Kombat sequel. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> god, this sounds Mortal like Mortal Kombat Ultra. Is that what it stands for? <laughs> well, it sounds like the plot to uh, one of Rockstar Games' hidden gems, Manhunt Two. It basically has. Ah, now, yeah. Now that I'm reading the just like the Wikipedia synopsis of what MK Ultra was, like this was Manhunt too. Dude, uh, that's a whole rabbit hole. We could spend an episode going down that MK Ultra <laughs> rabbit hole, dude. Jesus Christ, they make like documentaries about that stuff. It sounds like something <laughs> you would bring up when interviewing a celebrity. Listen, that's how you get them off guard. I'm telling you, it's nobody like, wants to. Like, yeah, they want to plug their show or whatever, but nobody, nobody thinks that Gaston is the hero. I will tell you otherwise. <laughs> Dude, you got that lady. God rest her soul, man. You got her attention when you started talking about that. Oh, I don't even remember her name. I'm I'm sorry. It was the name. Mira Furlan. That was her name. There we go. Yeah. From Babylon 5. 
I'm I'm just over here like, did I pronounce your name right? And then you jump in and save the interview <laughs> ten seconds in with your conspiracy theories and that got her going. So that was uh oh, she was nice. She was a nice lady. Um okay. Well uh when I think of commercials from the nineties, I think of this one, and you're gonna when you hear this, you're probably gonna be like, Go fuck yourself. But uh, when I think of commercials from the 90s, I think of this. I cannot live another day without air conditioning. Says tomorrow's going to be hotter. Hotter? Like yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You call now. I'll call now. So what's the paper say about tomorrow? Another scorcher. Cool. Yes. <laughs> that is 100%. I can... I. I didn't even need to see it. I picture it. It's in my brain still. Like the vision comes through sweaty dude with his little newspaper, the lady coming over and being like, why didn't you call yesterday? You fat fuck. (laughs) Which is uh, funny. You say that because the lady in that commercial just like appeared on Reddit one day responding to a thread about that commercial. Like she created an account just to chime in on it. That's awesome. And she revealed she was three months pregnant uh, when they were filming it. All the more reason to want AC. And uh, when I what now knowing that I went back and watched the commercial. Yeah, she's pregnant. It didn't never dawn on me how misshapen she looked. <laughs> and it's because because she's trying. They, they purposely put baggy clothes on her. I seem to remember a glass of orange juice. Uh, yeah, they were that that typical, like breakfast, you know, like they were sitting at the breakfast table. Yeah. And, you know, it was in the morning and it's a million degrees out and, uh, she's wearing a tank top, but it's like four sizes too big and it's to cover up the, the, the The pregnant belly. Yeah. Uh, Monica Zaffirano was her name. Nice. Is her name. She's still, uh, she's still alive. Um, she, uh, is not an actor. I think she's a produ- like a film producer now. But uh, someone had posted um, on the commercials subreddit actors' names from '90s Sears home air conditioning commercial in parentheses. I'll call now. And call she now. she created an account just to respond. And this it only got one fucking upvote. What she created an account just respond with. Here I am. This has been hysterical to see this unearthed. You'll watch now. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, Sears was like the Amazon of the day, too. The Sears catalog. You could order anything out of there <laughs> as long as you're willing to wait for the mail. Yeah, look at Sears now. <laughs> I think they still have like some tire places open somewhere. Right? Go find a Sears. Go find a Sears near us. The, the one near the, <laughs> the one near the Auburn Mall doesn't exist. Nope. Still. Dude, that was like one of like the oldest running ones. It was like just like a tire repair center. It like yeah. did nothing but tires. Oh, and that when that closed, it became a COVID testing center. Really? Oh, it is immediately repurposed. Uh when the mass vax sites were open, uh my uh, two initial shots were done inside a former Sears. Nice. At the Natick Mall. May as well use up all that space. Every Sears within our area is gone. They've all closed. Sears is uh, Sears is owned by Sears and Kmart 
the CEO, it's the same guy. Like, is they're they're both under the same umbrella, and that mm-hmm. guy is the reason why they're all closing because he he just like became CEO and just like orchestrated the merger of the two companies and is just doing everything he can to watch them die a slow, painful death. Oh yeah, no, I mean people do that, man. They just milk thing. You know, CEO comes in specifically with the idea of dismantling and milking what you know, little money they can liquidating the assets and getting any and all returns just, just because they, they don't even want to like try to save the company. Right. So this is during a time, this commercial aired during a time where if you needed a home air conditioning unit, just go to Sears. You can get it at Sears. <laughs> Cause that's uh, still during a time when Sears was that big. But you said you, you said you'd call yesterday. I'll call now. <laughs> so she responds. So she she first chimes in, and I guess she was asked a bunch of questions because then she just left a giant wall of text, uh, Monica Zaffirano. But that's when she also explained that she was pregnant when they uh, filmed. Oh no, she was five months pregnant. Okay. Oh, oh you're, wow. you're you're showing. You're absolutely showing at that point. So they should have just like put that as like part of the commercial. Like, yeah, give you you know the mom belly rubs or whatever. Like, problem they is just play that off. Uh, she said. She doesn't remember who played the husband. Um, but he was going to call now. <laughs> what's funny is she doesn't like she doesn't remember his name, but they would get booked for roles together. You think if if you're working with each other multiple times, you'd at least remember their name. Business is business, bro. Yeah. I got no time. So <laughs> uh, so anyway. That commercial, uh, by the way, that commercial, if you have no idea what the hell this commercial is, uh, I'll play it again. I cannot live another day without air conditioning. Says tomorrow's going to be hotter. Hotter? Like yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You call now. I'll call now. So what's the paper say about tomorrow? Another scorcher. Cool. <laughs> the laugh track. Uh, yeah, was, it, that, was that like a precursor to like, hey, the world's getting hotter? Oh, they were calling, yeah, yeah, in 1996, <laughs> they were predicting that by 2022, there would be a, a major climate emergency happening. Uh, but I don't know if they're necessarily wrong. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, in 1996, we, there was the probably a climate emergency happening. And like opened up new problems. <laughs> uh, so his commercial was for Sears. It was for Sears uh, home air conditioning where they would actually send out, uh, you know, a whole like installation team. And I think it was through like Kenmore or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yep. I, yep. Kenmore was their brand. Well, I don't know if it was their brand, but they were definitely partners. Yeah. Well, they, they had like Craftsman too. Wasn't that their like yeah. their tool brand? Yeah, that was a Sears brand. And that's still. And they're the still around. Craftsman's definitely still yeah. around, but Ken, it's not owned by Sears anymore, right? Yeah, Kenmore. Yeah, it's not owned by them. Kenmore. Still, all my appliances are Kenmore's. Um, now they were in, installed when my house was built in 2009, when Sears was still very much like it was. You starting to go on its way out, but it was still like people were still using it for stuff. Right. Uh, I'll tell you this: I had to get my dishwasher uh, checked out, and. Like Sears still has a like a, a repair number. Like you can call that up and they'll send someone Dang. out. So they're contracting <laughs> it, but it's still it's still through Sears. So right, I mean that right. that that much is uh, convenient. But 
that's pretty crazy actually they still have technicians even contracted ones like, yeah. and they didn't just like make that number defunct yeah i, I enjoyed paying a hundred dollars for him to tell me that there's just a buildup of soap <laughs> then i all i need to do is run a few cycles and i'd be fine nice uh so the commercial aired it aired for a long time it, it didn't just oh, air yeah. in the 90s it stopped airing in like 2003 maybe 2004 it it got to a point when anytime I see it on TV, I'd be like, this is from the 90s. Why is this still airing? And like four by three resolution. Yeah. Blurry. <laughs> they would have the TVs of the time. I think they would update the like the phone number. Maybe like, you know, minutia in the in the commercial, but not, you know, necessarily update the, the content. There is a, like a second version that they made and it was just yeah. not as memorable. Right. I wonder if I wonder if they got paid per like airing or if it was just a lump sum probably is a lump sum right it's in those cases it's almost always a lump sum um unless you're like part of a uh a union like sag after where you can mm-hmm. get residuals from it um oh i guess it depends because i've heard stories about the about people who get royalty checks every time a commercial airs i guess it just depends on what it is I was shaking my head in confidence and then now it just dawned on me. I heard on the men's room a few weeks ago, there was a guy who filmed like he he was like a bit bit actor in a commercial and then he was getting like a check every week for his nice. role. So I guess, I guess it depends. I know if you're like uh, it's been a famous case with like video game voice actors that they don't get residuals. So right. Um. Anyway. So I bring this whole thing up because there's a voice actor, good segue, a voice actor who goes by on YouTube, ProZD. His name is Sung Won Cho, and he's a very accomplished voice actor. He looks like he's 16 years old, but he's actually 31. Nice. Oh, he played. Some people got that skin. He played Flack in Borderlands 3. Uh, he was Johnny in OKKO, OK Let's Be Heroes. Uh, he was on Genlock, which is a very good show. And I, I will fight anyone. That is the hill I will die on, that Genlock is a good show. Uh, he is going to be in God of War Ragnarok. Nice. He was in Lost Judgment. He's been in a lot of things. But he also has a YouTube channel where he he likes to do fun things on YouTube. So... Here's a fun thing he did on YouTube. I cannot live another day without air conditioning. Well, the paper says tomorrow's going to be hotter. Hotter? Like yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You'll call now. I'll call now. <laughs> Man, the tone in that one's a little darker. <laughs> someone's getting the belt again if you don't call C's. So it's funny you say that. So that one is labeled dramatic reading. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, in fact, he did four different versions of the what? Sears commercial playing oh my both gosh. playing both roles. What good portfolio material that is. That's great. So that was uh, version number one. That was the dramatic reading version. Uh, version number two, the evil vizier and the prince. Here we go. It cannot live another day without air conditioning. The seer foretold tomorrow would be hotter. Hotter? Like yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday, you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You'll call now. 
I'll call now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was... <laughs> He's got, I mean, he's got a resume on him, man. He's, he's a really good actor. The voice acting. Too. When I first see this, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, well, this guy can do voices. This guy's got some chops on him. Yeah, seriously. And then I find he's out later, yeah. That's good. Yeah, no shit. He's, a, he's like legitimately an accomplished <laughs> voice actor. Uh, here's uh, number three titled Comic Book Villain. Here we go. I cannot live another day without air conditioning. Tomorrow's going to be hotter. Hotter? Like yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday? You said you'd call Sears! I'll call today. You'll call now. I'll call now. (laughs) Wow. All right. Well, that (laughs) one just took up the first one. Uh, The first one's mantle of uh, sinister. Holy crap. Honestly, man, I think that's probably the closest you'll get to the original commercial <laughs> for for uh, the the side of it who was supposed to make the phone call is now cowering in fear because they didn't do it. That's what you get. Monica was going to kick that dude's ass for not calling Sears. Like the scorcher, man, she would beat him to within an inch of his life. And if uh, he did not emit a hearty chuckle when she she made her little crack at the very end. <laughs> cool. If he didn't laugh at that, she would have killed him. Oh yeah, 100%. she would have picked up the butter knife from the from the breakfast table. That's a savage way to go, man. Those things are not sharp. And she would have <laughs> slathered some. I can't believe it's not butter on it. Oh gosh. And then she would have just shoved it right down his throat. And she would have shoved it so far that her fist, still gripping the butter knife, covered in, I can't believe it's not butter, would come right out of his rectum. Well lubricated. And she would still have a big smile on her face because the the kitchen would be a cool 68 degrees (laughs) Fahrenheit. Uh, The last version here is titled, I'll just play it for you. Here we go. I cannot live another day without air conditioning. Says tomorrow is going to be hotter. Hotter? Like yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You'll call now. I'll call now. <laughs> Damn it, I want pictures of Spider-Man. That's my, <laughs> That's fa- awesome. <laughs> That's my favorite one. I titled, I titled it <laughs> Old Timey. That's super awesome. Uh, I, I like how it's even got like the, you know, the old film crack in the background. Yes, classic. And there was just something uh, about like you, you saw it through maybe the 60s, the early 60s, where presenters and actors like male presenters, male, I only guess the females do all had a certain sound to their voice, a certain delivery. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? Who says tomorrow's going to be hotter? Yeah. That's how they, uh, I, I mean, I love old timey voices. That's how they used to sound. And this dude nailed it perfectly. So we'll be making fun of us in like 50 years. Yeah. Like, look at how these fools talked. I don't, I don't know how they're actually talking 50 years. They'll just talk in emojis. I don't know. I mean, uh, literally speak emojis. Yeah. The kids these days have a language of their own and uh, it's starting to hit a point where I don't understand it. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've become familiar with it from two sources, a sketch from Saturday night live called Gen Z hospital featuring Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then uh, the subreddit fellow kids. How do you do fellow kids? So uh, anyway, check him out on YouTube. Pro ZD sung one. Ch- oh, God. Make sure I pronounce his name correctly. Else I'll be canceled. Sung Wan Cho. Nice. Uh, and like I said, don't be fooled by his appearance. <laughs> he's actually <laughs> he's actually an adult. <laughs> and he's in his 30s. This is a grown ass. Immortality. This is a grown ass man with an incredibly attractive wife. <laughs> Doesn't want to pronounce the name wrong, or he might get canceled. <laughs> Goes off and talks about the guy's wife. <laughs> Look, all, all I said is that she's attractive. I didn't say that. Go over here. Oh goodness! Over here, setting me up. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Booby pictures. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? I'm trying to go out and uh, host Jeopardy here. Do you think I, I'm? I, I have career aspirations. Booth ho. Possibly. Booth slut. Anyhow. If you could if you could host Jeopardy, you would. Don't even lie to me. Yeah, because you don't actually need to know anything. You just need to be right. able to present and 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 keep the peace. Yep. Yep. They just I mean, they just happen the, the two rotating hosts right now just happen to either uh be brain surgeons or actually know everything. But Alex Trebek didn't know everything. Nope. Mike Richards, the only thing he knew how to be was a creep. Booby pictures? <laughs> um so i don't know i like uh i know like ken jennings has a history behind him i like him i i i, I always the history of like winning the most on jeopardy ever oh yeah okay so he won a lot of money um and then he came there there's two people that have more recently come very close to beating him if they didn't actually do it um one was a lady and there's the, the other one was that really weird guy whose name i can't remember um but they're like, you know, they'll they go down into history books as the top three contestants in the history of the show. But even like well before Trebek passed away, people were saying Ken Jennings, like, give him the give him the 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 title when Alex retires, moves on, what have you. Give it to Ken Jennings. And uh they, they did, but it's only because Mike Richards went and just blew it all up for himself. Booth ho. So uh, now that's how we got that's how we got Jennings. But Jen, it, it, just like everybody does, Jennings had posted some shit on Twitter like 15 years ago. It'll come back to you nowadays. Uh, there was a sports writer recently who uh, posted a lot of shit that like you probably shouldn't have posted in, in 2010. But it was definitely like I think he was like a teenager or maybe like. You know, he had been like 18 or 19 years old and like thought he was being funny. And he just never deleted any of it. As most angsty kids do. Uh, I'll tell you this. There there are uh, services you can use that will go through your Twitter account and scrub it clean. Short of deleting the entire account. And this guy just didn't do it. I recommend deleting the entire account. Yeah, that is a really good Free your soul. Yeah. Free your soul. That's a really good idea. Dude, Elon uh, Musk is going to require the Neuralink in order to sign into Twitter soon, man. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah. I That's can't. my tinfoil hat theory. That's not going to come true, but I'm saying it anyway. I don't know why I'm failing at finding uh, any information on this guy. 
He's a ghost. Maybe he did use the scrubber. <gasps> maybe I just maybe <laughs> everything I just said was made up. Everything on the show is made up. Let me let me throw in the uh, the golden word here. Canceled. Let's see if that uh, brings something up. Well, brought up some people, but not the guy I'm looking for. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, let's do this. We'll regroup. We'll come back. We'll talk about the NFT. All right. Uh, snafu. The NFT conundrum. The NFT hubbub. The NFT argle bargle. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, NFT stands for near field teleportation. Very Star Trek. Uh, I thought it stood for no fucks. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, well, with that disaster, we'll be back. This is Hardly Focused. Oh, Mike, do you have a fun story the first time you ever bought condoms? No, because I literally went in and bought condoms. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's a brave man right there. I was like, I'm going to have some sex. I'm buying condoms. Thank you very much. This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focused. My God, are you still talking? Hear more at hardlyfocused.com. All these years later, I still have great disdain for Seth Green. And I'll get into that in a minute. We're Hardly Focused. Jack Gill, Chris Froman. You can find us at HardlyFocused.com. Uh, I think the break that we took was like the length of three podcast segments. Uh, well, you know, you got to do it sometimes. Right. It's, it's funny. It's sitting here having a casual conversation because I, I think uh, for I also you and know, I really haven't had a like legit conversation in six months yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> a couple messages here and there hardly count as an actual sit down combo so it's just funny going from like casual mode as we have this conversation to uh and then we go back into you know presentation mode of the podcast uh but anyway Seth Green sucks he's a terrible actor he's a very short human being He's very small in stature. He's just <laughs> like a far quad of sorts. Right. He's just not a good actor. He's very small. He's a talentless hack. Uh, he's Doesn't not he like he's not tall. Him? He's uh, just very unskilled when it comes to acting. Very uh, unskilled at being tall. Yeah. He can't reach things in the cupboard because he's so short. Especially not a second shelf of the cupboard. Not yeah. even a chance. Not I, even on tiptoes. I mean, I, there there really could be nothing worse than being Seth Green. <laughs> Dude's worth millions of dollars. Nothing worse. Nothing worse than being a, a completely rich dude who doesn't have to worry about anything. Imagine going oh, up to people is. and saying, hi, I'm Seth Green. That would be, I, mean, I don't know if he would need to go up to people and say that. I mean, maybe he does. Please clap. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like, like, green. like for a moment, just just imagine like proudly saying to someone, yeah, I created robot chicken. The robot chicken had some pretty good moments. I remember like we thought the first season was like the greatest thing in the world when we were 16. It was. Oh, oh it was like perfect for the time frame of like our age. How they definitely. They hit the nail on the head here. How sad is it that it's been around for that long? How, man, like. This must be how like someone was 60 years old 
like thinks about things and is just like, oh, back in my day, you actually had to beat the horse with the stick. Uh, I was watching Family Guy uh, the other day. It was that Road to the Multiverse episode. Uh, is that a newer one? No, it's this this one had to have aired probably about 10 years ago Family now. Guy? Family Guy? Yeah, like Stewie creates a device that allows him and Brian to go to different universes. Oh, like, yes. Okay. Like Famously, it has the Disney universe. Yep, and like everything is perfect until Mort shows up and they kill Mort because they're like, oh yeah, that's right, we're in the Disney universe. <laughs> but at one point they're in the uh, they're in like the robot chicken universe, and Stewie has a great dig at Chris later on, where he's like, yeah, how's it feel to have been on a major network for once? Oof, <laughs> that's awesome. And he's saying that because Seth Green just sucks. Uh, well, I mean, it's easy, you know. Easy target for that one, at least. Yeah. Especially when he, you know. Uh, but I mean, he can't say he doesn't gotten around. I mean, like you say, Robot Chicken. You know, of course, you got the old Austin Powers. Sure. Family Guy. Oh. I mean, not none of his stuff, truly. I guess, but you know, a lot. Robot for, Chicken, I guess, was his. But for our viewing audience, if you're watching us on our YouTube channel at uh, hardlyfocused.com/slash/youtube, I will now do my impression of uh, Seth Green. <laughs> Look how look how tall I am. Look look uh, look you can, you can just see me. Sir S- sir you have to be this tall to to ride the roller coaster, sir. Fortunately, your fame is not good enough to get you on the roller coaster. Hey, I'm having trouble seeing what these buttons do on on the board here because I'm just so short. What does that one button say? Rad rock I can't see anything because I'm just so small. I'm Seth Green. Someone get him the stool. <laughs> I've been the same height since I was born. <laughs> that would be very painful for his mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was in without a paddle. I'm Seth Green. Oh, that was actually a pretty good movie, too. You know, you hate that guy. I actually enjoyed a lot of the shit that he was in. I'm like starting to second guess. Like, do I hate him? I guess I can still hate him. Why not? Oh, shit. Still hateable enough. You know? <laughs> he kind of plays that hateable guy in Without a Paddle, too, right? He's the one that's all like, me. Yeah, yeah. I'm soft and weak. And I only saw that. I think I only saw that once, to be honest with you. I also hate how, like, in this room, I have to ground myself whenever I sit down in this chair. Like I have to touch your like the top of the the mic arm, just to like emit any static electricity I have. Because I second after I was doing my very accurate Seth Green impression, I sat down and touched the mic and could immediately just hear the buzz, nice in my ears from For the static electricity. Time, I blame Seth Green. For a brief moment in time, you were Magneto. For Think a brief about that. For a brief moment in time, I was Seth Green. <laughs> you were. If you could have seen the clock, you would have known that it was a brief moment in time. There's a there's a video, and it was like, I think it was at it was some, some award show. Maybe it was on MTV. I can't remember, but it was like after it was after without a paddle came out, and Blink One Eighty Two was really big because it was the, it was the three of them introducing Blink One Eighty Two, and like Seth Green standing next to Dax Shepard. 
Oh, that's a that's a height difference. Oh my god, I like a two foot height difference. He's just so tiny, Seth Green. He's just so small. How tall is he, dude? He's gonna be like my height. <laughs> how? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, how tall is Seth Green? He's five four. All right, I got a couple inches on. We're good. <laughs> Next to okay, <laughs> I love this. Next to Matthew Lillard, who's six four, Dax Shepard, who's six two, <laughs> and Vern Troyer, who was two eight. <laughs> oh, uh, man, old Vern, old Vern, good old Vern. I I used to love it when Vern would post things on Reddit because it would always yes. shoot to the top. Like, oh, immediately. But he was a pretty casual Reddit otherwise. Now, is this an actual photo? Or is, oh, this had to have been photoshopped. Yeah, okay. If, if this is on DeviantArt, this is photoshopped. It's uh, oh yeah. It's uh, actress Claire Grant standing next to uh, Seth Green. Oh, okay, I found the original. You can tell it's photoshopped because she's a solid foot taller than him. <laughs> it's not just me. He's just very short. There's even, I like, one of the thumbnails on here is a, a video titled, How Tall is Seth Green? And, it, and it's just right up. It's 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 I guess it's just common knowledge that he's just a very, very short individual. Now, now there's one photo of him with Claire Grant and she's you know, they're at a they're at a, they're on the red carpet and she's wearing a dress and it's uh, let's just say in the chest region, it's open. And Seth Green is let's just say motorboat and he could do it standing up straight. Maybe tiptoes. Because he's just so small. All right. I've uh, uh, gotten severely off track. I've been more fixated on his height because, again, he's very small and also is a terrible actor. Uh, Seth Green sucks. Uh, from BuzzFeedNews.com. Someone stole Seth Green's bored ape, which was supposed to star in his new show. Nice. Uh, what a uh, leap. So, so this goes back to, to what we started talking about initially, right? NFTs. Yes. Near field transportation. That's correct. Uh, yeah. How, how do you fall for a phishing scam? That, uh, like, I don't Now, you work in IT. Do you, do you send out, like, uh, re- company-wide reminders on what to look out for, for, like, phishing scams? Uh, generally speaking, it'll, like, it'll hit, well, yes, but it'll hit my inbox, and I'll see it, and I will, like, forward it to you know network security and also forward it to like <clears throat> not forward it i should say i will just say hey that email that just came out ladies and gentlemen please don't reply to it uh, unfortunately it's never enough it's never enough there's always for some reason i don't know i mean there's a lot of people at my place of work but uh there's always somebody that you know i, I had to help someone recently that almost gave away their entire life savings to some gentleman <laughs> that uh, claimed that they needed to move it to uh, Bitcoin in order for it to be secure because the computer had viruses. And they literally like went through the entire process of setting up a Bitcoin wallet, let them remote into the computer, gave all of their information because they were going to help them, right? They were going to clean the computer for, for them. Uh, Yeah. And that was an interesting one. And then, and then, but luckily Towards the very end, they got somewhat suspicious. And then the next day they came in and mentioned it to us. It almost like not even not even what 
what they were coming in for in the first place, mind you. They they were coming in like with a separate computer issue, and then just casually mentioned this, and we're like, "You did what? <laughs> like, you need to like report this and like change everything. You need to like go and take a half day at work and just <laughs> go to your bank now. Fuck, <laughs> all of your assets, like insane amount." And she's like, "Oh, wow." <laughs> Like, yes, wow! It is. No one, no one is going to go to your computer, clean your computer for you. I mean, this is obviously a fairly extreme example. Well, people uh, still fall for that shit. Like when you get the calls true. from India, they're like mm-hmm. uh, telling telling you that they're from Microsoft. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's like, dude, no one from Microsoft is calling you, right? Ever. Uh, even if you were hacked no one is calling you for microsoft dude i've been getting i've been getting text messages i've gotten like three or four in the last couple days that just start off with like how are you or is is this iliana or and i'm like i and so i responded to a couple of them the first one i responded to was you know someone saying is this emma and i responded this is always my go-to response i responded with a, a photo no this is patrick (laughs) <laughs> yes i was gonna say if you're not you gotta either do patrick or uh this is dog fort <laughs> one or the other well she <laughs> classic responses so th- this individual's like oh uh and here i might i might have fucked up on this one it's like oh i thought this was my vet sorry wrong number and i'm like oh, okay well sorry if i was being brash uh i mean there is always a chance of like actually you know sending it out to the wrong number yeah that's why i thought she's like uh sorry i thought this is my vet like i'm i'm trying to like schedule and uh, bring my dog in or something like that i'm like oh well sorry if like my response is brash here's a picture of my dog you know good luck and then she she responds and it's like a picture of this asian chick with uh with a husky and i'm like okay well the dog looks nice but now i'm suspect mm-hmm. and then uh i get another one yesterday where they were they were like how are you? And I'm like, who is this? And they're like, this is, I don't know. I don't remember what fucking name they use, but they're like, this is Mark. Right. I'm like, Oh, Selena. They're like, this is Selena. This is Mark. Right. I'm like, I, I don't know. No Selena. And they they just straight up said, Oh, sorry. I'm from Singapore. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Okay. This connects with the message I got the other day with the Asian chick and the Husky. Okay. There's, there's some oddities going on right now. Mm. At what point do I need to change my number? But uh, yeah, at, at that point, I know like, okay, do not talk to any of them. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know, numbers are public, man. You can just guess the number, really, you know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, NFTs. So uh, actor and producer and just complete failure at everything. Seth Green, uh, my emphasis, not BuzzFeed's, uh, was robbed of several NFTs this month after succumbing to a phishing scam that inadvertently threw a monkey wrench into the plan for his new animated series. Oh, oh your puns there are great. <laughs> uh, the forthcoming show is developed from characters in Green's expansive NFT collection, but in light of the recent hack, the project's blatant crypto optimism has become a tragically ironic reminder of the industry's shadier side. Okay, look, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, let's call it exaggeration that I am, uh, uh, you know, projecting here when I talk about Seth Green and my feelings towards Seth Green. But when you have, it, when you literally are writing out the words, Green's expansive NFT collection. Okay. At, at that point, your credibility is just gone. Mm-hmm. Like, good for you for having money, but if you're using it to buy NFTs, like, no wonder you're short. 
Spend that money on getting your legs extended. It's a thing you can do. I mean, what's to stop him from just redrawing the the monkey? Right? Like, what? If, if he drew it in the first, well, I don't know if he actually drew it in the first place, but this just sounds like such a a bad idea. Like, oh, I I spent thousands of dollars on an NFT. Now I'm gonna create I'm gonna create a television show that stars the NFT. Uh, okay, so you can tell people that you did that. Like, what the fuck's the point? Oh, I'm clicking out over here on the open sea thing. It's uh, it's already been reported for suspicious activity, so you can't buy or sell this particular NFT anymore. He'll probably end up getting it back. I I do like too that you uh, on open sea his account, which is just Seth Green. Wow, 106 <laughs> Ethereum, Whew, big money. It's flagged as uh, account compromised. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I I have some investment in. That is- Two hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars in today's cash monies. Yeah, I have like I, I put like ten bucks into Ethereum, and I'm just watching that number go down. Yeah, but Stop. then it'll go up, and you'll be like, "Woo!" And then it'll go down. Yeah, my uh, <laughs> oh, he bought. Did he buy it from Stevie Oki? Yeah, like a Stevie. I can't tell if that's actually Stevie Oki or someone it's else. A verified account, according to little. Checkbox, yeah. Wow, so Stevie Oki sucks too then for <laughs> buying NFTs. I mean, again, if you have the money, uh, I guess, I mean, you could also do drugs, I guess. Like, bought it from an AAODEE, whoever that guy is. <laughs> By the way, my theory goes further, though. I mean, wow, that really. I, I, I purchased 0.00278 Ethereum. <laughs> That's how much nice. I got for 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> And how much did you say the the thing sold was like two hundred eight Ethereum? Uh, yeah, it was uh, one hundred six, two hundred eighty eight thousand. Oh, uh, Jesus! In current value, yeah, because it's uh, I think like the the that was immediately after it was clearly taken from Seth Green. So that was seventeen days ago. Yeah, the price of one Ethereum right now in USD is one thousand nine hundred seventy one dollars. So interesting. Yeah, Steve Aoki apparently sold it to him six months ago. And then he only held on to it for six months before getting scammed. Yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. BuzzFeed News says uh, on Saturday, Green, who socks, teased a trailer for White Horse Tavern at the NFT conference VCon. A twee comedy. The show seems to be based on the question. What if your friendly neighborhood bartender was Board Ape, Board Ape Yacht Club number 8398? In an interview with entrepreneur and crypto hype man Gary Vinerchuk. Green said he wanted to imagine a universe where, quote, doesn't matter what you look like. What only matters is your attitude. This this sounds riveting. (laughs) Like, what's it? So I guess like what was the gimmick? Like in the credits, it was going to. So I guess the character, uh, this bored ape variant. The character is going to be called Fred Simeon. So what's it, what's it going to say in the, the, the credits? Like, uh, starring uh, Bored Ape Yacht Club number 8398 as Fred Simeon. Like, what? Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's it's still a weird, it's a weird market. I mean, I get the whole idea of selling artwork. It just seems very, I guess you're, you're buying the rights to the artwork. You're buying, you're, yeah, well, you're buying a spot on the, the original. Right, right. Yes, that spot on the blockchain. Which I mean, hey, blockchain's getting some use, I guess. So there you go. I don't know if I care enough about pictures. It's so, a, so, so this is what's 
comical about NFTs is because someone else purchased it, they now own the character. Mm-hmm. It is no longer Seth Green's. It is now owned by someone else. I mean, just like, uh, you know, the transfer of goods and services with the exchange of money. You know, if I were to sell to you one of my microphones, it would become your microphone. I wouldn't then try to claim ownership on it. Uh, that that would just be ridiculous. So uh, the same thing goes for NFTs. The problem is NFTs are new and people don't understand NFTs. So when the sale and transfer of an NFT occurs, people get confused. But it was mine. I want my orange juice back. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's a weird one. I I mean, it's a pretty cool picture of an ape, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, Seth Green... Uh, so Seth Green posted on, uh, on Twitter, he said, uh, on May 17th, well, friends, it happened to me, got fished and had four NFTs stolen. Uh, please do not buy or trade these while I work to resolve. And then he tags at Darkwing 84. Looks like you bought my stolen ape. Hit me up so we can fix it. Uh, Darkwing 84, by the way, who hasn't posted anything on Twitter since, uh, March of 2021. So good luck Dang. trying to get his attention. Dude, I would totally be like, yeah, I'll sell it back to you for, I don't know, 290 grand. Uh, he says, no way. If you buy it for 288 grand, you got to sell it for a million. Definitely want to. Oh, got to pump those numbers up. This uh, BuzzFeed article mentions there's some definite flipping going on. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that's the other nice thing about not NFTs in particular, but just the, the blockchain is you can literally like look at the ledger. You know, <laughs> sure. I mean, I can literally see that it started at, you know, 8270 or the like. Oh, yeah. You can see the whole history. Like one, two, three. That's how we were able to Stanley see it. Stole Steve. Davro, then Dead Bubble. That's know. how we were able to see it. Steve Aoki owned it at yep, one point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so someone asked on Twitter, uh, how did he get scammed? He says, uh, scam gutter cats clone site. I'm crazy careful with separate wallets and security, but still got got. Luckily, it's mm-hmm. not. Luckily, it's art, not crypto, so they can be traced. For anyone that bought them, we can work something out. Oh, Seth Green. This is what happens when you're just not tall. <laughs> always comes back to the height. <laughs> always. <laughs> oh goodness. I don't know. I just it's 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 hard for me to just like find credibility in people that buy and trade nfts and are like into nfts it's like the the whole market itself is starting to crumble yeah i'll be interested to see where it goes i mean it might go down it might go up oh it's going down it's it's been on a downward trend um uh square enix recently sold off um i think chris i think it's crystal dynamics the studio that did the uh the last few tomb raider games mm. well they sold them off because square enix is planning on getting into the nft business and the like the moment they did that the nft market crashed uh well you know that's i mean that's that's my experience in crypto in general <laughs> like, oh look i'll yeah. buy this Oh, it's going down. That's exactly that's all right. That's it's ex- just a little down. Yeah. Three weeks later, oh, it went really down. <laughs> it's just a little dirty. It's still good. <laughs> it's exactly that. Yep. It's verbatim. just a little airborne. <laughs> it's still good. That's exactly what happened with my Ethereum. I've literally lost 50% of what I invested in it. 
feel like I'm still technically in the net positive, but I never had that much into it anyway. Right. I mean, I only invested. I was smart enough. Yeah. I invested $10 and I've lost five. So uh, I invested 15. Uh, Coinbase was doing a Super Bowl promotion. Like you sign up and you get like 15 free dollars to invest. So I uh, signed up and invested in Doge. And I cashed oh, out. Gosh, I, I cashed out because Doge managed to go up just enough for me to break even. And I got mm-hmm. my $15 back. And then I put 10 of it into Ethereum thinking I was going to like break the bank. And then Ethereum crashed and it just never recovered. I mean, I got in some of them early enough where like even the crashes, I'm still on the upswing technically. Uh, but all in all, yeah, I'm down. I think at my peak, I had like three grand. I'm down to like 2,200 now. I never invested three grand. I got lucky with, like I said, Ethereum popping up for a little bit right after I bought it. And uh, yeah, I haven't done anything. Although uh, Coinbase says I have to like do some tax forms or some shit like that in order for me by August to keep my account active. So I'm sitting here like, hmm, all right. Should probably do that. Careful. It could be a fishing scam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nah. Uh, Kotaku also has an article. This is the first place that I heard about this. It was on Kotaku, and Kotaku is just relentless. See, uh, it's not just me that has feelings about Seth Green. They're, uh, uh, they're, they're not missing their words. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no comments. Uh, at one point, they, they say... Uh, During that same event where he was interviewed on stage, that being VCon, he says he debuted the first trailer for the show, which looks about as funny and interesting as I expected a show about NFTs living in the real world would be, which is to say it looks pretty terrible. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So like, what do you do at that point? You have a whole, you have a whole television show that you've developed that you have your NFT and like, it's, I think it's done, but he technically no longer owns the rights to the character, right? He doesn't own the character. So that means that the, the guy that owns it now or whoever, uh, now if this guy sells it now, if the, the, the NFT just keeps getting bought and sold, bought and sold. then that means that that's a growing list of people that own the character. Yeah. Yep. Well, they, do they own it or do they sell it off their own rights when they sell it? I that's a good question. I I would think they sell off the rights, but then it just goes to um, someone else. You now someone right. else has the rights, and then they sell the rights, and it just so goes to someone else. There's always the small possibility, the short possibility. That just this like is Seth all Green. done to drum up hype, and he knows who he sold it to on purpose. Oh, that would be just like really bad attempt at marketing that I wouldn't put past someone like Seth Green who yeah. who probably has no idea how to market anything. Well, most marketing terms go right over his head, so. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Seth Green is not skilled at telling tall tales. <laughs> oh, God. The puns are rolling today. You know, after this whole thing happened, he had a pretty short attitude. <laughs> Very short in his uh, temper. <laughs> you keep saying, guys, guys, this is a big deal. Get it? Because right. I'm really small. 
God, we're just all right. We're just really grasping <laughs> at straws here, which is yeah, what he I'm does. Kidding, I, I'm trying to think of what other like short jokes gonna even make my word. He has to grasp at straws because he can't reach them. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, you, you got know, the shortest straw. <laughs> good luck to Seth Green. Good luck to his uh, NFT show that uh, we'll probably never see the light of day because uh, he ain't getting that character back. All right, Netflix will buy it. He he wants to get it back without having to pay for it. And he's probably going to claim it's like being held for ransom. Like, no, dude, it's just back on the market. But the, yeah, the, the, I mean, the, there's just a lot of markup on it. The value just keeps going up. People buy and sell stolen goods every day. And this is no exception. Yep. If anything, I, it's like a wild west of it. I still don't understand NFTs even after this. I still don't get it. So, yeah, nope. Just read a whole bunch still. I mean, like I said, it's I it's just a different way of like copywriting a picture. That's it. Like you'll I mean, never truly, I mean, you'll own the original file. Sure. Like, and, and you might have some legal claim to it, but it's like, it'd be like having the NFT of the troll face. It's like, dude, everyone has like access to the troll face. You know, it's not like you're gaining anything unless you're, I, I guess you could make a TV show out of the, the troll face or whatever. If, if that's your MO, right. But you know, that's about the same as just putting a regular old copyright on it, which doesn't require crypto. And cannot be stolen from you yeah. when you go to a fishing site. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it it yeah. I don't know. I want to put it past Seth Green too to have like his password be like password, like make it very uh, easy for uh, attackers to get his stuff. Was it uh, Spaceballs like one two three four or something like that? Right. <laughs> Not knowing what a password manager is. Uh, goodness, a lot of people don't, and they should. Oh, dude, I started paying for one password. Yeah, that is a worthy investment, my friend. I use a freebie. I mean, although I, I should uh, say I use an open source one because you know, are you, you know me and my free stuff. Is it Bitwarden? No. Okay. Nope. You know it's what? Pass. Okay. I uh, the only ones I'm familiar with, besides like the ones that are integrated into the browsers, are One Password, right. which I'd sooner trust, and Bitwarden. Yeah, last thing I want is Google knowing all of my passwords. I mean, they know everything else about me. They, I mean, come on. I I had an unfortunate experience with Google where I went to type in um, the letters uh, AM because I was looking for uh, a document that I have saved buried somewhere in my bookmarks where it's just easier to type the first couple letters rather than find mm -hmm. the bookmark. <laughs> I type in AM in stupid Google. The first result that comes up is Am I gay? <laughs> are you kidding me with that? How many people are searching for that? Why is it coming uh, up for me? I, I imagine a lot of like confused 14 year olds not knowing where else to go. Like Google will know. Like I literally just AM <laughs> space. And the first result that comes up is am I gay quiz? Oh, quizzes. Good God. You need a you need to take a quiz to Personality tell you. Personality quizzes. <laughs> I can understand for like if you think you have Asperger's or ADD, but for like, am I gay? Like, you need a quiz. You have to take a quiz. Like a three, <laughs> three question quiz. Do you like men? Do you like women? Are you a man? Are you a woman? Like, <laughs> I, 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 I love on South Park when uh, I think it's the shit episode. It hits the fan. And uh, Jimbo 
says a word that I'm, I, you know, can't repeat here mm. <laughs> and he doesn't get censored. And they're like, hey, if you're gay, then it doesn't censor you. <laughs> <laughs> and Chip was just like, oh, crap. <laughs> uh, I, uh, and anyway, uh, Instagram, to wrap this up, Instagram had uh, posted something about NFTs saying that if you like own an NFT or some something like that, like, and you post it on Instagram or something, they'll add like a shimmering border around it to signify that it's an NFT. Like, bro, I want sparkles around my pictures. What? Like, you you paid that <laughs> much money to get a little shimmering icon? It's like virtual sparkles, right? I mean, you can do that on Steam already. Oh yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get into this NFT stuff. I'm just gonna start like scribbling doodles, call it interpretive art, see who buys, who bites it. Yeah, this was on uh, Gizmodo. Um, they'll add a little shimmer. Meta will add a little shimmer to your images uh if if it's an nft nft holographic pokemon card yeah nft shared on instagram by either their creator or owner will be identified with a visual shimmer Ooh. but i i paid a hundred thousand dollars for your shimmer for the holographic man for a holographic. like i said that's that's like getting a holographic pikachu versus a regular pikachu it's like bro it's that much better look right in the light you see that it reflects light <laughs> is it better or worse than doing drugs uh, uh yeah see there you go it's a weird comparison uh, <laughs> pokemon cards straight to hard drugs <laughs> slippery slip <laughs> i was listening to uh toucher and rich and they had a um a card collector on the show like a guy like a sports card collector and mm. they asked him about pokemon cards and Pokemon card value, and he said that first gen, first run cards manufactured in 1999 will fetch the highest value. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was in uh, that's E the other day, and they have an $800 Charizard. Is it like a like a holographic, or is it just a regular old Charizard? Base, base. Uh, I think it's. I do believe it's the No Shadow or something like that, which is you know. I I don't even know if I have any of my old cards lying around. I had a I had a Mew card. Everyone had a mute card, dude. We all saw Pokemon in the first movie. Yeah, but I, I, how much do you think that'd be? How much do you think that'd be worth? Like five dollars, ten dollars? Yeah. <laughs> Look that up right now. Actually, let's see. Uh... This is worth fifteen dollars uh, in Ethereum. Oh no, wait, that's still per. Oh, that's fifteen Ethereum is a lot of dollars. Okay, fifteen dollars in Ethereum. That is. A- Fifteen dollars in Ethereum is uh, n- n- not much of a penny. I'll tell you that. What, dude? It's not worth ninety bucks. Don't even lie to me. For a Mew card? Yeah, this is a different one. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's a different one. It's not even the one. Oh, I should have looked up Ancient Mew. Good God, fucking. Ah, uh, Mew. Let's see. What, what, what's it going for on eBay here? Not a lot. Oh. $355. Okay, see, that makes sense. Dude, I have a couple of those motherfuckers sealed. I have like three of them. Hmm. That makes sense. All right. Well, 
Oh, it has to be a PSA 10 graded edition. Everybody knows if you get a PSA, you get a couple extra pennies for it. Yeah. Wow. That's actually uh, pretty neat. I swear to God, this is true. Uh, a kid that lived on my street growing up yep. just like showed up at my house one day, just knocked on the door and I answered it. I'm like, what do you want? And he's like, I have a Mew card. Do you want it? And yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, okay. Like, why are you giving this to me? Like, you literally just came over to my house and gave me a Mew card and he just gives it to me. He's like, all right, bye. Nice. And, he, and then he just left. Yeah, I got one open and one close. I got one completely sealed, still like in its little cellophane pack. Wonder, See, I wonder. Now, now the Mew card. Yeah, I'm too lazy to sell any of my stuff, though. The the Mew card uh, doesn't. Um, it it doesn't do much compared to in the game, the Game Boy game, where if you get Mew, and it's in in the game, it's not as easy as some kid just showing up at your doorstep. No, there's actual steps you have to take in the game to get Mew. Fro, you're the yeah. one to introduce me to that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's, yeah, the the kind of like glitchy way of getting him, right? Because you right. can't technically get him in the game unless you have, I think actually you can if you have the Japanese version and you get 150 Pokemon. There, there you, will, get the, you get the original, but if you do that in the American version, you only get a diploma or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you have to glitch the game. Right. And then the Nugget Bridge Yes. Glitch. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Un, un, uh, popular belief: it is not the uh, the push truck with strength thing, which does not nothing. It actually does. Nothing. No. No. One part of this glitch is uh, it actually causes your pause menu to just not appear. Yep. The things they were able to do in those old games, like it, it's crazy. Yeah. What people figured out how to do. Uh, but when you get when, engineering it, when you get Mew though, he's pretty much just uh, he's ditto. He can learn any yeah. move. Yep. Yeah, he has like pretty awesome stats if you uh, bother leveling him up. Right. Uh, so that's what they should have done with the card instead of just giving him Psywave and uh, right Devolution Beam. Yeah, I don't know. The, the cards, I never really got into like the actual like playing the cards, you know, like Yu Gi Oh style or whatever like that. Uh, I really, just, most people just collected them, I feel like. I yeah. certainly did. Um, I, I, used to play it when i was younger like when pokemon like was first taking off and i i couldn't tell you now how to play i have the trading card game on game boy nice and i i don't even know how to play it there <laughs> terrible <laughs> at it and it's fun but i'm just bad at it even the reviews for that game said like this game is incredibly frustrating because it's not like your chances of winning are not based on what you have in your deck it's just based on luck yeah, there there was yeah a lot of coin flips, like random, random luck of the card draw. Yeah, it, it definitely had a lot of. I mean, they had to because it was for kids. I mean, sure, it was it was aimed towards kids. You know, not like not like Magic the Gathering, which had a little bit higher skill ceiling. You know, had more abilities to yeah, you know, fiddle around with and whatnot. But the the Pokemon universe continues to amaze me when you have people kids kids fighting adults and in this universe there are no guns there's no violence it's if you need to settle a score you 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 just uh unleash your animals and poor animals and for some reason in the trading card game you're traveling the world with a deck of cards and if you need to settle the score all right we're gonna we're gonna play cards deal them out deal them out deal them out 
Flip a coin. <laughs> you sunk my battleship. Jesus. If only if only that's how th- if, if the war in uh, Ukraine right now, if only it could be solved <laughs> by playing cards. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So he's cheating. He's using Charizard. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is late. Let us wrap this thing up. Fro, it has been a pleasure. Thank you for being here. Oh, always. I uh, hope we can do it again real soon. Yeah, I mean, maybe not uh, six months from now. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, you're not on Facebook. You're not on Facebook Messenger. So. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have to coordinate things through <laughs> Google. And if I bounce between the two, I have to go into Facebook Messenger to say, hey, Fro's going to be on the show. So everyone open Google Messenger. So we're going to move the conversation over there temporarily. And the chances of that actually happening, uh, I think Mike is the only one actively on there. Very likely. So, all right. Uh, well, I will see you next time. Uh, for the rest of you, we will talk at you next time. See ya, bye. Goodbye. Meditation may not have happened.